Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Candid. I'm your host, Grace Brown, and as always, I'm so happy you're here. What is up, you guys? We have not talked in so long. Um, I took a week off for spring break, obviously, and I had such a blast. Did I take a... Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I did, because the last time I had a podcast out was March 4th, um, and it's March 23rd. So I took a week off for my spring break, obviously, had the best time in Cabo. I could probably make a whole podcast just on that trip alone. It was so much fun. I got to go snorkeling for the first time. I saw whales for the first time, and it was a lot of fun. And then last week, I was just kind of having a rough week. I felt very off, and I think it was just getting back like used to the time zone again. Even though it's not that different, I went from the Auburn time zone to the Georgia time zone to the Mexico City time zone, then the Cabo time zone, back to the Mexico City, back to the Georgia time zone. Then I went to Charlotte for my brother's engagement party. And I think I had a collective like 12 hours of sleep for seven days. So I was exhausted and I just needed to take last week to like mentally, um, rejuvenize is that a good word I'm not quite sure just mentally take a break and yeah now I'm back I feel fully energized I have a really fun weekend ahead I have my sorority formal this weekend and everything's been going pretty well in the past two weeks um I've been really picking up on TikTok I don't know why I think that my content is just hitting a lot of people's for you page and I'm so happy I'm about to hit a thousand followers on styled by GB And it's been so fun talking to everybody. I've been doing a lot of polls and questions, and everybody has great questions. I love it. But moving forward, I bought my graduation dress yesterday, and I was literally so sad about it because I just can't believe I'm about to roll into the last month of my senior year. I'm excited, though. I'm really excited for post-grad, even though I haven't figured it all out yet. But that is what the podcast is actually going to be about today. So one of my good friends from social media, her name is Hannah Hill, is actually going to be coming on the podcast as a guest. I put up a poll on Styled by GB to ask you guys what you wanted to hear about um, from this podcast, and there were a ton of great questions. I will be back when Hannah um, is on here, and she can better introduce herself, share her story a little, and also kind of fill you guys in. Hi guys, so I'm back with Hannah and I'm so so excited that she is on the podcast today. I kind of introduced her a little bit already, but I'm going to let her introduce herself a little, tell us where she's from and whatnot. So Hannah, take the mic. Okay, so like Grace said, my name is Hannah Hill um, and we kind of met through TikTok, became internet friends. Um, So I am 24 years old and I graduated in August of last year. Um, I graduated from Texas Tech. My major was human development and family sciences. And I just recently entered the big girl adult working world. Yeah. Wanted to talk talk about it. Yes, yes. I'm so excited to talk about this because I don't know about you, but my DMs, like the number one question I get on every Q&A, whatever, is always like, what are your post-grad plans? Which I don't know mine yet. And so I feel like it's good to have someone who's 
almost a year out of graduation and can like kind of explain that. So if you will, like tell us a little bit about your post-grad story. Okay, so I feel like to tell you accurately my post-grad story, I have to kind of give you my spiel from college. We want um, it. We want it. So uh, let's hear it. I will attempt to be brief. Um, but so I am actually from a really small town in West Texas, like really small. I graduated from high school with 19 people. So when I wow. was looking at, yeah, like tiny. Uh, yeah, people that is say so they're from small. a small town, and I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah, I'm like, I'm from a small town. I graduated with 600 people. Like, no, yeah. 19? Oh, my 19. gosh. 19. So when I graduated from high school, I actually went to school at Texas A&M, and I was there for a semester. I rushed there. I joined Zeta there, but I realized pretty quickly that A&M was not where I needed to be. I was eight and a half right. hours from home, and I didn't love it. So I transferred to Tech. And when I got to Tech, I really enjoyed it. I met some of my lifelong friends there. It was a wonderful experience for me. Um, right. But it was I was dealing with a lot of depression and anxiety. And I mm-hmm. actually ended up, for lack of a better term, failing out of college. <laughs> so people don't talk about that enough. Oh, Freshman I year is stressful. It is so anxious, like anxious driven. Hor- I like. I didn't have the best time freshman year, so shout out to you for actually talking about that. So um, I actually had to take a whole year off of school, like I could not take classes, and it was like, you know, you just start off, you're like, okay, everyone else is ahead of me. So I took my year off, went back to school, I literally retook almost 40 credit hours and then yeah it was a lot and I mean I had literally my academic advisor discouraged me from doing it but I was like no I can do it I'm determined yeah yeah so then I ended up up finishing my degree I graduated in August um but it was hard you know because all of my friends graduated in May of 2020 or before that And so all of them had been in the workforce for almost a year, if not longer, or they were in their second year of grad school, or, you know, I just felt like I was so behind. And Mm -hmm. it was like, I felt like I was trying to catch up with everybody else. And so I ended up taking the first job that I was offered, and that was teaching. And I'm not going to go into all that because there's a lot to it. Right. Um, but I ended up taking that job and it was mm-hmm. just not a job that was conducive to me as a person. Right. I wasn't happy. I was stressed. I was anxious. I wasn't myself. It was mm-hmm. like I was just consumed by this job and I personally don't think that's how it's supposed to be. No. And so I ended up making the decision to quit after a month. Like I did not put in my notice. I literally just quit. And it was so hard and it was a really difficult decision to make, especially right. because I was teaching. So I was, I felt bad. I, I felt bad for leaving the kids that were in my classroom, mm-hmm. but ultimately I had to make a decision for me. Right. And so I was unemployed from September till mid-February Right. and it was rough. Okay. Like, like you're sitting at the Christmas dinner table and everybody's talking about their jobs and and you have to sit there and say yeah I'm unemployed yeah yeah it's rough um but it was also hard because you know you see everybody else 
and everyone else, no one else tells you how things really are. You get the mm-hmm. glamorized Instagram version. Exactly. You know, your friends are like, oh yeah, I love my job. Well, right. do you really, you know, and yeah, and you, do so you, you or do you just like the money? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and so you sit there and you're like, okay, like I'm the only one who doesn't like what they're doing or who doesn't mm-hmm. know what they're doing or who is just doing something for now. Um, and so I think it's really hard because your early twenties in general, I think are just difficult. That's, that's what I've just learned. Um, yeah. But I told everyone was like, what are you going to do for work? And I was like, right now I'm just applying to anything that catches my eye and I'm just going to interview for several things and just see, because I wasn't in the position where I wanted to just take a job to take a job. I wanted to find something that I was actually going to enjoy. Yeah. Um, Which it's, it's hard. And I'm lucky that I was in the position that I could do that and that I had that option. Right. Um, I definitely, I definitely know that. But um, I ended up applying for a job at the place where I currently work. Um, I ended up applying for a job there, going in for an interview, and we all decided within about five minutes that I could not do the job that I applied for. We were like, no, this is just not you. It's not a fit for who you are or your talents or, you know. And they were like, but we've actually got this other job that's not listed anywhere and you would be great for it. That's awesome. Oh my God. It was was like one of those things where you're like, okay, this was meant to be. It'll um, all work out. Yeah. And so I've been there. I work at a children's nonprofit and I work as the outreach coordinator. So I do kind of like community stuff. I do stuff with volunteers. I do trainings with elementary through high school age kids. I, right. I do a lot. Um, yeah. But it is literally the perfect job for me. I, it, I'm so fulfilled by it. It brings yeah. me so much joy. Yeah. And honestly, for the first time in my life, I, well, that sounds dramatic, but it, it really is for the first time in my life. I feel very content with where I'm at. Right. Um, and, and like was, fulfilled, I'm sure too. Yes. Yeah, and, like, I feel like I have a purpose. I'm doing mm -hmm. what I'm supposed to be doing. I just kind of feel like everything is saying, be still, you are where I need you. And it's really nice. Um, I like that. It's hard. It is definitely hard. I think I'm very much a future-minded person. Yeah, same. And, like I said, it's the worst. And, like I said, your early 20s are wild. Because, you know, you get on Facebook on the weekend and it's so-and-so got engaged, yeah. so-and-so bought a house, so-and-so right. got a new car. And so, like I said earlier, it's like, it's this comparison thing. You're like, oh my gosh, I, I didn't buy a house yet. I'm behind. Or I didn't get engaged yet. Yeah, LinkedIn I'm behind. Is, LinkedIn is probably my worst enemy right now because I'm a senior, obviously, in college. And I'm sure people listening probably feel the same way. It's like it's so hard not to compare like yeah all of these people are getting jobs where I I don't know I'm just like that's so cool like that's a cool city and I'm like I don't even know what city I want to live in right now I have no idea and that is okay yeah and okay I feel like I was gonna pop on this podcast and be like not that I have it all figured out by any means but just be able to help give advice but just talking to you even I'm like Okay, well, this is all the advice I need, seriously. Um, Kind of circling back to, like, you, you know, 
were in your first job, it didn't fulfill you. I feel like that is such a brave, like, move. And I feel like it's not talked about enough that people are not happy in their first job. And as a senior, I'm sure you felt this way, but I'm a very competitive person. And my friends are my biggest supporters, and I love them so much. And I obviously support them so much, too. But it's hard not to compare myself when they're getting jobs. I'm like, did I fail? Like, do you know what I mean by that? Um, oh, I know exactly what you mean. My my sister is my very best friend in the whole world. We're 15 months apart. Oh, my and gosh. And she is, oh, yeah. Like, she's more like a twin. Yeah, um, literally. She, she is one of the smartest people I know. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there taking bachelor's level classes, just trying to pass them to get the credit. And she was applying to law schools. And, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, she's starting law school and I still don't have a college diploma. Or with your friends, you're like one of my most precious friends. She has done some really cool internships and gotten to live some really cool places. And I'm like, uh, I didn't do that. Like, I'm a failure. And you're like, no, No. you're not. But right, it's it'll all pan out. Yeah, it is it's really hard. hard. Um, I I don't know. I just kind of salute you for doing that. It it makes me feel. Obviously, I'm not going to be unemployed for the rest of my life, and that's why I was looking for jobs and I was doing it. But I feel like even though I had so much alone time last semester, I mean last summer, I was still feeling like I just kind of need to discover where I want to live more. Like I might want to live in Texas. I don't even know enough about Ooh, Texas, but like, you yeah, would literally. love it. You would love it. <laughs> I think it would be so cool, but like, or like Charlotte, or you know, I I know about New York and I love New York, but what if I love something more? And even though it felt like this summer, I don't think I could love something more. I still did, and um, it was just kind of one of those things where I was like, okay, I'm going to stop my job search for once and for all, and I'm going to take a break. So I'm happy to hear that you have a job and everything, and it gives me a lot of hope that everything will work out, obviously. Oh, it will. And I think, too, in regards to not loving your first position and deciding you have to leave, someone told me when I was making that decision because I had a really hard time with it I was like I just don't think I can do this like I feel so bad but you need to be somewhere where you're not just a warm body that's so true they can find anyone to take that job I mean not anyone but they can find someone to take that job you want to feel valued you want to feel like you matter and if you're somewhere where you are just a warm body they can find another one you know right no I completely agree I, I, that's a really good way to put it and I, I mean yeah. I've never thought of it that way and it is such that is such a good way to put it I feel like people are always like mental health pressure mental health mental health and then when it comes to postgrad and like the real world what I don't get why it's just not taken just as seriously if anything it should be taken more, more seriously. seriously and there yeah. should be more um more I'm trying to think of the right word but more paths for people to take in order to get therapy under who they work for through insurance or a counselor or whatever they need but it just isn't a thing yeah I think too it's hard because people are people put this pressure on you know you graduate from school they're like okay it's time to be an adult time to be an adult you're on your own 
and yeah. you're like, wait a minute, like, we're all just big kids. Like, I don't have it all figured out. Yeah, so literally. I'm just, I literally hard. feel the same that I did when I was 17. So yeah, I don't have anything figured out. It is hard. Basically, just jumping into some questions because I opened up a question thing on my Styled by GB Instagram account. If you're not following, you should because I do a ton of Q&As and suggestions for the podcast. But jumping into the questions that you guys asked, we had a ton of great questions. Um, The first one I got was, what are the pros and cons of relocating, especially where you don't know anyone? So I didn't necessarily relocate. I went to college in Lubbock and I now live in Amarillo and my hometown is in the middle of both of those. So I definitely know people here in Amarillo and that was part of why I moved. But I think with relocating, you have to really just make the choice that's going to work for you. Because I feel like a lot of people, they're like, okay, I graduated. Now I've got to move to New York City and get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And you need to make sure that whatever you're doing is in your best interest. And that it's a choice that you're going to be happy with. So if you're like me and you maybe you just really want to be close to your mom or you don't want to live somewhere that big. Yeah. don't don't feel like you have to don't force think, yourself yeah yeah I think a lot of people they're like oh my goodness if I stay in my hometown or if I stay in my college town or somewhere I'm familiar with you're somehow failing no right no I think too that you like talking about jobs you need to find I think for me personally if I had moved to Dallas that was where I wanted I thought about moving if you if I moved to Dallas and I got a job there just because I needed a job but didn't love the job I don't think I would have liked Dallas so I think it's important when you're looking at jobs look at the job if the job is somewhere you don't really want to live but it's a job you want it it might not be that bad yeah Um, I I agree I think that's an interest I think that's a good way to put like look at it in a way um you don't want to ruin a city just because you had a bad job there or like vice versa ruin a job because you're in a city that you don't love yeah I think too that it's hard because you well it's not hard but I think no matter where you move there's gonna be other people who don't know anyone Mm -hmm. my sister and I were talking about this we were in Dallas that's where she lives and we were hanging out and she was saying it's so hard because I know there's other people who need new friends or who don't know anyone, but Mm -hmm. it's the, it's the, how do you meet them? You know? Right. And so I think you just have to remember, like, there's, especially if you're a young, like just graduated person and you're moving somewhere, there's going to be a lot of people that are looking for friends. Yeah. There's going to be a, or or people that are looking to add to their friend group. Exactly. if you put yourself out there, you're going to meet people no matter where you are. Even if you're, you know, in Amarillo, Texas, or right. if you're in Austin, you're going to meet people. I'm still holding out for you and uh, Lindley's friendship to happen. So, Oh um, my gosh, that thing <laughs> happens this weekend. I know. We have been... So for people listening, I am obsessed with this influencer named Lindley. I've literally followed her since I've had an Instagram. But she lived in Dallas, right? Am I yes. right? And then she she was like single for the entire time I followed her 
and then in the past few years she had this boyfriend and moved to Amarillo am I saying it right yes okay good yes um and when me and Hannah first connected over social media I noticed that she lived there and my DM to her my first DM was like this is so random but like do you know Lindley Poston like I do you know her do you have any tea on her like and you immediately replied and you're like I purposely walk my dogs in her neighborhood or something funny. I was dying laughing. My, uh, I don't know what to call him. My friend lives yes. in the same neighborhood. Yes. Okay. I'm and thinking so about what you're putting down. I'm always like, maybe I'm going to run into her and her cute dogs. Yes. <laughs> that They're sounds so, so funny. Cute. But anyway, she is getting married this weekend for those listening to her. She listening to us. Um, she's really cool. You should follow her. But um, back to the whole friends thing, I wish there was like an app or something like your sister was saying because I obviously haven't relocated permanently, but this summer I did live in Charleston and I live with my brother, which is like difficult because I only had one other friend there and thank God for her because she introduced me to all of her friends and we just had the best time ever together. Um and then I moved to Connecticut and New York, which was Ooh. insane. Yes, it was so funny. But basically, I just made friends. I'm a very consistent person. And people always say, you know, the people that you're most compatible with, friendship and relationship-wise, are the people that you see in your daily routine. Like the people you see at the gym, the people yeah. you see at your everyday coffee run. So well, that's my sister always says she was like, you know how you could meet a lot of friends is to start going to like a workout class. Literally. You know? No, that's how I made all my friends in Charleston. Yeah. And it was like to the point would. where my last workout class, it's it's called like Iron Tribe or whatever. My last workout class, all these people came because it was my last one and the class was completely booked and it was like them it was so sweet and I was like I really made friends this summer like which is just yeah it was making me die laughing whenever it happened but I was so grateful but I feel like if you just have this consistent routine um and you see people frequently just be like hey introduce yourself or you know because I'm sure they're looking for a friend too yeah that's how I feel that's kind of my advice. Okay, next question. I felt like you would be so good at answering this question. And um, I know this is something that one of my good older friends, uh, she's gonna kill me for calling her out, but Jordan, she is always like, is my outfit too grown up or not like going out enough? And so basically what the question is, is it's around the subject of how whenever you graduate college, people feel like you kind of have to mature your outfits for going out, and which I agree with somewhat, but not fully. So this person asked, post-grad going out outfits, do you think that you need to make them more mature? Okay, so my prerogative on this is that if you like something, you should wear it. Literally, um, yep. I, I feel like if you like something, you should wear it. I think it is typical, and I've seen this with myself and some of my friends. I think as you're getting older and you're changing and you're growing and you're maturing, I think that your style matures and changes. So, I agree. like, I think, you know, okay, like when I was a freshman in 2016, which is, sounds like I'm an old woman, um, but when I was a freshman in college in 2016, that was when 
thigh-high boots with like a leather mini skirt with the top with yes the yes the chokers the choker. yes. yes yes that was i mean it had a in a chokehold that was what you had to wear yeah. and obviously as we got older and we we weren't going to I mean, we might be going to a frat pregame, but we were going to the 21 and up bars, you know, we started wearing something a little bit differently. And then, you know, like my friend and I went out in Dallas and we went to a bar that's, I would say more of an adult bar. Like everyone there is old, like older, not, no one was in there that was under 21, you know? Right, right. Um, and we dressed a little bit more mature, but I think part of that's just because we have matured. Um, I don't know. It's I kind of like evolution. Like it, yeah. Yes, like evolution yeah. of style. One hundred percent. Yeah. I, I would agree you with like that. Like it, wear it, but I mean, you're very knowledgeable because I've just like never, I've never thought of it that way. But it is so true. Like the stuff I wear now is so different than freshman year, and I feel like it's also like trends as well obviously but it's like the evolution of style of your style that's kind of a really cool way to put it yeah you're growing and changing so your style is too that's how I feel. right right um okay next question and this is coming from our good friend Zeus, uh who we both love <laughs> I love her she I feel like she would be such a great addition on this podcast as well because she has great advice. And I kind of feel like on TikTok, you, her, May, y'all are all like my, or, or and Leah too, obviously, um, like the big sisters I have on social media. Aww, like, I love I've never that you had just a sister. put me in that group. Obviously, yes. <laughs> I feel so I'm, flattered. I've never had um, like an, a sister. So I just kind of feel like y'all are like my little like a big group hug or whatever for my sisters oh, it's sweet I love that um but she wanted us to discuss the stigma of having your life figured out after college and I know we already kind of did but one of those things it's just like people especially like you know you run into someone at the grocery store and it's Miss Jones let's say I don't even know Miss Jones but they're like so what are you doing after college and you, you know you don't have to figure it out and they just, you know, we, I don't know. I feel like you'd have good advice on that and how to like, if you don't have it figured out, it's okay. You know what I mean? Oh, so I've been, I've been waiting for this one. I'm not yeah. Because this is something <laughs> I it. feel very strongly about. Yes. My thing is, in regards to this question, you got to take everything one day at a time. If you find something to do that works for now, that's fine. You yeah. don't have to, I think that everybody is obsessed with this, like having this like 10 year plan, like I'm going to accept this job and on XYZ date, I'll get promoted and then I'll buy a house and then I'll do this and then yep. I'll get married. Life doesn't work that way. Unfortunately, no. I, I wish it did. I, I do because I, I'm a planner, yeah. but it doesn't work that way. So you've got to find the best thing that's going to work for you right now today tomorrow and the next day but after that who knows and yeah. I think it gets really frustrating because you do feel like you have to have it all figured out you I mean you feel like oh you know if I don't do my master's right after I graduate it's gonna be too late no right it's not. No. No, no it's no, not, it's not. Um, I think that it's society and 
I think, too, part of it might be where in the world I live, but I feel like everyone is so obsessed with, like, just getting their life started immediately and just mm-hmm. jumping right into things. Yeah. And you feel like you do have to have it all figured out. Right. But I think, too, that a lot of that, like I was kind of saying earlier, I think a lot of that comes with being open and honest about your life situation. Like yeah. I was saying, not everyone loves their job. Not everyone is at their forever job. Um, yeah. And so I think it's just really important that you remember like because you sit there and you're like everybody else has it all figured out and I don't no nobody has it all figured out we're all just faking it um my granddad actually I my mom always talked to me about this but my granddad was his whole life he wanted to be an attorney but he went to school to do engineering and when my mom was in high school he decided he was gonna go for his dream and become an attorney and Mm -hmm. so he I mean their family like they had to make sacrifices so that he could go to law school so that he could do you know his dream thing and he ended up graduating from law school and worked as an attorney and he did all of this in his 40s and I feel like I love that yeah me too I'm like you can do whatever you want like, yeah. you might have it figured out right now. What's meant for you, like, will literally come to you. Oh. It's kind of my whole deal. Yeah. My whole thing. Like. That's how I feel. You're going to have everything that you deserve. And I feel like people don't stress that enough. Yeah. And I feel like it's just, you feel like you have to have it all figured out, but you don't. As long as you've got the next week, the next month, you, and, and that's, you have to also, perspective is very key too. You have to look at it from this, this angle. You, if you don't know what you're going to be doing in six months, that means that you could change your mind. It means that you could, I mean, you know, it doesn't, you're not tied down to anything. If you look at it from that way, you could totally change your mind tomorrow and move somewhere else or change your mind tomorrow and switch career paths. Like you're not tied to anything. And that's kind of nice. If you do have it all figured out, that's great. And I'm happy for you. But I don't think everybody that says they do actually does. <laughs> yeah, I sense. I would completely agree. I think I think everybody's just kind of faking it. And I think people rush into it, like you said earlier. And if you think about it, we're gonna be working for the rest of our lives. I mean, obviously not like the day I mean, maybe even till the day we die, because we don't know when that happens. But like it's okay to take your time and figure out like what you need. And I really, I know you're a planner, I'm a planner, but something I've been trying to focus on more every day is just taking it, like you said, one day at a time. Yeah. Because that's all we really have. And it's so hard to do. I'm really working on it, I'm really trying, I'm failing daily, but like. (laughs) Girl, me too. (laughs) Like, I mean, seriously, I have like every day planned out right here. Just everything. It's like, I need to just throw that away. Like, um. But I I don't know. I just, it's not, I'm not in a new rush. I know I keep saying that, but it's it's a good thing to, like, keep reminding people that it's okay to take your time. And I feel like the stigma of people, like, pressuring you, that's their issue, in my opinion. And I think, too, that it's you just, like I was saying earlier, kind of about the relocating thing, you have to do what works for you. 
I, yeah. there was so many when I was unemployed, which it was, it was, I don't, I'm not going to say that it wasn't fun being unemployed. It, it kind of was nice to get to chill yeah. after being yeah. in school for, I was in school for almost six years. So I kind of right. just wanted to chill, but I, I had so many people that were just like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And it's like, there's nothing wrong with just like taking a beat and just waiting. I think too, like my job that I'm at right now that job vacancy didn't open until February. So if I had gone out in September or October and just taken the first job that I applied for and that I got, mm-hmm. I would have yeah. missed out on this job that I have now. So I yeah, think that's it's fulfilling you. And like like you were saying at. earlier, if it's meant to find you, it will. It will. Know? Yeah. Everybody like not to quote Taylor Swift, I'm not that girl. Yes. I do love her. But, like, I love her so much, and she is so right. Like, there is an invisible string that we cannot see in our life that will lead us to every next thing. Yeah. And even if you think, like, I really don't believe that there are any mistakes. I feel like you either – and I feel like you don't lose in life either. I feel like you either win or you learn. And it's just when I don't think there's any mistakes because everything – that I've done leading up to this moment has led me to like have so many things like talking to you on the phone and having a podcast and it's gonna like that me doing this now is gonna lead to something that I love doing as a job one day hopefully yes. and it might take a few tries before I like love it but exactly yeah you're exactly right so for our last question I'm kind of springing this on her guys so um but I'm confident that she has a great answer and I'm excited to hear but what has been the best part of post-grad for you? I think that the best part about post-grad life is knowing that right now, at this moment, the only person who is in charge of me or has any bearing on what I do or where I go or you know anything in my life is me. The, yeah. independ- the independence is amazing. Um, yeah. I know in college, I really and I still do I'm not trying to say like I don't value my parents opinion but in truth right now if I decided to get up and pack my stuff and put Dolly in the car and move to Los Angeles I you could, could. I could do that literally you know yeah and I think it's it's a it's really nice because I think this is something I didn't I never had much of a routine I wasn't really a routine person but ever since starting my job and being out of school, my routine is precious to me. Um, yeah. You know, it's like, it is it is very important to me. You know, I wake up, yeah. I go to work, I go home. These are the things I do. Um, it's just the independence is really, really freeing. And it's a really good feeling knowing, you know, I'm in charge of me and nobody yeah. else is. And I can do whatever yeah. I want. It's a right. good feeling. You feel so, like... I don't I like right now I feel independent but I'm not at all in a way do you know what I mean yeah like I can't just leave Auburn right now yeah. and go to LA with you and Dolly like yeah. <laughs> I and I can't do certain things with my being a part of a sorority and being a part of organizations on campus and not that I would want to do anything horrible or bad or anything but you know no I know, it, it, I know what that you're is saying. yeah like it's just like it has to be freeing. Well, to... and like if you, kind of like I was saying, if you decide I don't like my job anymore, 
and you want to switch jobs, you can. You can. I mean, it's just, yeah. I don't know. You really, it's really nice too. And I feel like I've learned a lot about myself from this mm-hmm. time. I've just, it's, there's been a lot of situations, you know, okay, like when I was quitting my other job, I hate saying quitting my other job, but when I was doing that, my mom, right. my mom, I talked to her, I consulted her the whole way through it because I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do and I couldn't make up my mind. And my mom was like, Hannah, you're a grown adult. You yeah. can make whatever decision you want. She was like, I can tell you what I think. I can give you my advice, but you're an adult. And so you yeah. kind of you kind of learn about yourself. You learn to value how, you, you know, because you know how you feel. You know, if you don't yeah. love something, you know that. Other people yeah. might not, but you know. And it's just yeah. the independence and the growth and the, I mean, I hate And being to, able to have to make those decisions. Yeah. I feel like it's scary, but it's also like kind of empowering in oh, a way. It, it is empowering. And yeah. I kind of feel like, a goofball saying this but it's like you really can feel yourself growing wiser you really yeah. can because you you've got this you've got because you have life. to i'm sure you have to stick with those decisions yeah and like and you have to like stand on your ground you know what i mean like yeah. and it's like you have as you get older and move into this new phase of life you have this new perspective it's like you know when you're 18 years old and you're in high school and you know, you fail a test or a boy breaks your heart, you think it's the end of the world because you don't know anything else. But right. you know, now being 24, you're like, okay, I faced a trial and it sucked and it was hard, but I'm going to be okay. I know yeah. I'm going to be okay because I've lived these things and I've been through and gotten I've, through it. I've done things on my own. I know I can handle it. Independence. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Well, I said that was my last question, but I do want to ask, you can take a second to think of this, but like if you could give one sentence of advice for someone graduating college, what would it be? The one sentence advice that I would give to someone about to graduate from college would be um, make sure that whatever decisions that you're making in the next month, weeks, whatever, make sure that you're making them for yourself. I love that. Yeah. If it's I need to write that down and like look at it, put it on my mirror every day. Like do it for you. Yeah. Like make sure no matter what you do, if you decide to move to New York City, don't do it because so and so is doing it. Don't do it because your mom said it was a good idea. You've got to do it because you want to do it. Because the only person that lives your life is you. Nobody else does, just you. So. You literally, I'm not kidding. That's like amazing. That's awesome. You have given the best advice this podcast, <laughs> and I just, I'm like flabbergasted. I don't well, even know how people use that word. I have lived through some stuff. Well, it just you. makes you wiser. It just makes <laughs> yes. you wiser, clearly, because I'm it just does. like blown away. Um, but I had so much fun with you today, and I want to give you the chance to plug your social media. Um, she's going to say it and y'all go follow her, please, because she's amazing, clearly. Okay, so yes, please follow me if you want mm. to. You don't have to, but it would be really nice. You guys have to. You have um, to. But my Instagram is just Hannah H. Hill. It's really confusing. There's three H's in the middle. Um, but Hannah Hill is apparently a very common name in the world. So <laughs> just Hannah Hill was taken. Hannah Dot Hill, they were all taken. 
Um, and then my TikTok is the same, just Hannah H. Hill. And I post, I, TikTok is hard, man. I post just a lot yeah. of random stuff. So same, same. Please I'm go like all over. Me. I'm so close to 10,000. I feel yes, like it's never guys, let's happen. make her get to 10,000. <laughs> it, it will. It took me, it took me like a while. It took me a minute too. So. Okay, guys, that is actually it for today's podcast. I hope you guys learned some new things and kind of eased your anxiety about post-grad. Please go follow Hannah. Um, I love her so much. Clearly, she is so knowledgeable and wise, and I definitely feel better after talking to her. Um, She's so close to 10K on TikTok, and I just think that she's a great person to follow. She is such a great role model for a lot of people. And I definitely look up to her and trust her opinion and advice. Please be on the lookout for next week's podcast. Thank you guys for listening and thanks for being candid with me.